Welcome to WUED The Big Talker on the Leroy and Earl Show. This is an iHeartRadio podcast. And now live from the Discount Wheelie Studio, deep underground somewhere in Northeast Ohio, here's your hosts, Chuck Jones and the Big Chief, Billy Carlisi. All right, welcome to the end of the world as we know it, and I, and Carlisi and I still have to go to work every day. I do. It's fucking awesome. I don't feel fine, and now I remember exactly what we were going to talk about. What was it? It was. remember? It was the fact that I don't feel like doing the show, that I was just all, today I was just all bummed out. Yes. And I just got so, today was uh, not the best day at work for me, I got in trouble, and then I just felt like, I don't know, I felt... Ever since, uh, anyway, welcome to the Leroy and Earl Show. You can listen to us live. <laughs> I, I forgot about all this stuff. Live on YouTube. We're live on Facebook and live on Podbean. You can call us at 330-474-9833, which is W-E-D. Yay. And I, I promise, I bet Carlisi's life that it'll work if you call us at 330-474-9833. If you're sitting at home, you're quarantined, and you want to... Be on a, a, a world-renowned podcast. World-renowned. Hello, Namdi. So anyway, I mean, look at your uh, your cameras even got better quality, man. This is this is the real deal. Yeah, something's better there. It's the same yeah. camera. I didn't change anything. Well, you know oh. what I did? I changed the lighting a little bit. So that's yeah. Nice. I didn't notice better lighting. Well, what happened was I have overhead can lights above me, and when I originally had the studio set up they were in front of me and above me well when i moved everything over then they were like right above my head shining gotcha. me. so i rearranged the lighting a little bit so it looks a little better michelle's back we missed you so much last week we almost decided Dude. not to do the show but we forged ahead forged ahead michelle yeah. is is one of the two pillars of the show she wonders if Namdi has gotten the virus. <laughs> you know, have you noticed there's no outbreaks in uh, Africa? Is there? Have you heard anything from Africa? Not, not at all. Italy, it's all been Italy. Italy and China and, well, there's other countries that have it. Of course, no warm weather countries have it because yeah. of the type of virus it is. It, does, it goes dormant and doesn't survive in warm weather. Someone was telling me too that like uh, New Mexico, Arizona, like they're chilling, like nothing. They're well, everything's that, open still down there. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but that's where I'm out. There, I know there are not every state is shut down like Ohio. All right. So, yeah, uh, but there's people out there that have it because every state has it. West Virginia finally caught up, finally got with Ooh. the program. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they thought they were so cool for so long. They did. They did. They thought they were winning, but mm-hmm. it just turned out they weren't reporting it. <laughs> In time, in timely manner. That's one way to get past the the count is right. just not counting at all. Right. <laughs> yeah. I got two census letters in the mail. I'm like, mm, do I count myself or do I not? Wait, you thinking you might die? No, it's just like, why did you send me two letters? I oh, oh, one. oh. You sure one's not for your wife? You know, I, I don't know. I didn't open up the other one. I just opened up one. Are you a registered Democrat? Yellow. That's a, that's a, that's a, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know what you're registered as? I'm registered uh, as a voter. <laughs> Does that matter? You know, this politics thing that I'm telling you, I don't, I'm, I'm not uh, okay, a I, ground floor. All right. Okay. Sorry I even brought it up. I don't even want to go down there. I just thought, you know, <laughs> they might be trying to cheat and count you twice. It's, that's all. Here's the thing it's not that because I'm a millennial that I don't, I don't care about politics. It's just like the the upbringing that I had, the school I went to. I didn't emphasize any of these things, and uh, uh, just growing up not having that as a strong presence. And now I'm like screwed over because I don't understand how all this stuff works, uh, and I'm like so far behind that I don't even want to pursue it anymore. Don't you think you should but, try and catch up? Huh? Don't you think you should try and catch up? I have been watching the uh, the address state address and stuff by Trump and 
our governor. So I'm like, I'm getting a little bit of a taste, but um, it's very hard. It's like, uh, um, you know, uh, I'll show my wife every once in a while a, a black movie. Like, and uh, okay, wait, she wait, 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 wait. What do you mean by you mean black as an African American? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I didn't not, know if that not, meant not something. Not a pitch black movie. No, no, that'd be bad. I didn't know what it meant. You know. Yeah, but a black a black person's movie. Like if I were to show yeah. you, if I were to show you a stag film, would you know what it was going to be? I don't know what that means. See, no. see. So I'm just making sure that it wasn't something that that was just African American. So yeah. So so for example, I showed her, uh, um, uh, what was it, a Tyler Perry movie or something like that. That's that's pretty black, and uh, you know all the things she wasn't getting, and that's because she didn't grow up watching black people movies, which is okay. Uh, and same thing with with uh, like the Wiz, yeah, the Wiz, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I, I need to I need to rewatch the Wiz. When you say she didn't grow up watching black people movies, I I don't um that, see that kind of stuff confuses me because I grew up I just watched the movie. I right. didn't think of movies as being a black person or white person. No, obviously well, definitely, there definitely is a movie that you would go to the movie theater and it's aimed towards uh, a certain racial group. Like for example, um, if I were, if I were to go see Titanic, (laughs) is that a white person's movie? That's a white person. movie. (laughs) Titanic is definitely a white person movie. Uh, for one, uh, the, the the stereotype, which is actually mostly true, is that black people don't swim and they don't get on boats. So, well, uh, and unfortunately, uh, they probably weren't allowed on that boat. That is actually possible. Probably. They probably weren't. Let's say, let's say we're uh, you know a work staff. <laughs> they were working in the in yeah, the, the scullery bottom, bottom floor of the of the ship. Right. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think I like it. I'm not sure. It's just too much. It's, it's just it's just too much. Like even. I'm watching Parks and Rec, and when they when they do like uh, these board meetings, and although it's funny, it's a great show. Um, I'm like, dude, I just, I don't understand if this is real or like, do they really do this in government? And uh, and, and then I, I I get confirmed that it is real. So, <laughs> right. Oh, Monty Python. Yeah, someone tried to force me to watch Monty Monty Python, and I I I, I can't even pronounce it, but I, I I didn't understand what was going on. I don't understand why people liked it so much. There, there, yeah, it's one of those things. You got a right place, the right time, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I've watched those mm-hmm. movies at one point in my life and thought they were hilarious, and then went back and watched it and thought, "Why was I laughing at this? <laughs> it doesn't even make any sense." But uh, so uh, I'm feeling a little bit of pressure tonight because I found out recently that Anchor is a seasoned veteran podcaster, and he's no been, shit. He's been listening to our show, so now I'm all nervous and stuff. Because how did you how did you find out it's the secret? Uh, Michelle finally spilled it on Facebook or she oh. no Twitter. I'm sorry in a, in a DM which I probably <laughs> probably shouldn't be sharing stuff. She private messaged me, but but she asked me if I wanted to join her in listening to his show. I forget when it was Sunday at four or something, but I couldn't. I I would, was doing stuff with my family, but I asked texted her back. I said, well, "What what what does he have a show? I didn't know he had a show." She goes, "Yeah, I forget the name of it. Sorry, it was uh, uh something FM whatever." But I went on uh, the Apple Podcast. He has like 380 episodes. Whoa! Yeah, we're we're this is 196. We're inching up on our 200th. But what so is, he's, he's uh, infiltrating, infiltrating, and little do we know, he's seasoned. He is, yeah. So uh, hopefully, I give it a listen. Uh, I'll give it a listen. Uh, unfit for FM, I believe, is what it's called. He's. I'm sure he's going to confirm it here for a second. But apparently, he was uh, somehow associated with with the. Uh, Strange label. Uh oh. So, or in the past at some time. Unfit for so, FM? Unfit for FM. Yep. Oh, not on Spotify. And if I did not have uh, previous plans, Michelle, I would have I would have gladly joined you, but I could not. So anyway, let's get we back take to take super long breaks. Let's That's get funny. let's get back to something more lighthearted, the coronavirus. Wait, 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 so, wait. You dropped the bomb. What? You dropped the bomb on me. What did I baby. drop? At the beginning, you had this, About, I felt like we were going somewhere. That I didn't want to do like, the show? That I felt that I felt 
bummed out and was thinking about not doing the show. Yeah, yeah. Are, you, are you allowed to say what happened at work or, or, or uh, no, I'm not going to say what happened at work. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you, to, I'll tell you off the air, but I'm not going to okay. broadcast it all to right, the world. Right. Yeah. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Yeah. I, I, part of the reason why I was bummed today, I've been bummed all week. I've been, I've been in this haze that I could only compare to nine 11. Now you, you were a little kid back then. Okay. It's dark. I remember it, but, um, I wouldn't say it's as bad as 9-11, but it's a, it's a feeling of dread, like an uncertain future. What's going to happen? And then, like, my wife is a stay-at-home uh, mom and trophy wife, so she doesn't have a job. Mm-hmm. And then my oldest daughter, her work sent her home to work from home for an indefinite right. period. And then my other two kids are uh, out of school. School's out probably for the rest of the year. Right. So I just got this feeling, kind of like... Uh, you know, when I play the song there, it's like the end of the world, but I still got to keep going to work. Like what? <laughs> you know what I mean? My whole family's yeah. at home, safe, hunkered down. My wife went out Monday and Tuesday and got plenty of food. We got some cash, put it in the safe. I got guns and ammo. I've had plenty of that on hand. But I got to stay going to work and I'm not doing anything all day. You know what I mean? It's like there's not that much to do now because there's not, you know, everything's slowing down and, you know, there's a few things here and there, but I'm just waiting like, why am I here? Why can't, you know, uh, yeah. And then there's some other stories I got to tell you that I can't tell you on air, but I can't wait. Can't wait. Can't yeah. wait. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's like pretty much we're, we're like, uh, with the police officers and, and, uh, firefighters and nurses and stuff like, but we're not doing, we're not doing emergency work, but we're like them and they're essential, but we're not because I don't right. think, I mean, there's very few people, especially in, in our business, in our area, that needs us that could not get by without us if they had right. to. You know, if this if this coronavirus is so bad, why are we do why are we still doing this? You know, why is it <laughs> you know, why wouldn't every single person except emergency personnel mm. be quarantined for two weeks or three weeks or whatever? Wouldn't that really slow it down? Right. But no, we still got yeah. all these people going to work. It, it's like they're shutting down in Ohio, they're shutting down things slowly. Like Monday it was restaurants and bars and then tuesday it was something else and then today it's going to be barbershops and nail salons and tattoo parlors you know yeah like, dude when are you going to get to my job <laughs> shut that's my wild, job down man. that's wild speaking of of that i had a haircut scheduled for tomorrow <laughs> well, i guess you're not doing that <laughs> i'm not doing that anymore yeah, you should have got that haircut was, a couple days ago dude i was so mad now i'm like i'm calling my mechanic tomorrow because i'm like if they close down mechanic shops i like my sway bar links are are like every turn i make it's like it's like it's about to fall off probably yeah and i'm like i gotta get this fixed before and my serpentine belt has cracks in and stuff i'm like i gotta get this before before i'm i'm like well the upside is if you're quarantined you don't you don't need a car right (laughs) So, that's a good point. So. That's a good point. You don't need anything. You can you can get groceries delivered to you now. Right. You can get right. And you food you, you, you you actually live close enough. You could probably walk to something, right? True. True. Yeah, I could yeah. walk over to Walmart. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So. Oh, Anchor said he's not with Strange Label. You got that wrong. Yes, yeah, all that. I I just remembered. It. So I guess he was with the guy Mike from Strange Label. Yeah. And, and you know what, Strange. Mike Mike was not the guy that Mike. I feel like Mike screwed us. Literally, you know, when he kicked us off, but he wasn't the one really doing it. You know what I mean? He was like mm-hmm. the boss. Somebody complained yeah. to him, so he fired us. You know. But anyway, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm still bitter. Also, also, anchor, <laughs> anchor say he's a butcher, so he feels our pain. He still has to go to work. Oh yeah. Oh, so, that yeah. reminds me. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a butcher place down the street, and they are like. Uh, They'll like they'll bring it to your car. You'll pull up and make your order, and they'll just bring it to the car. Yeah. A lot of places are doing that, I think. Uh, one of the main produce suppliers in our area, uh, named Cerna and Sons, is mm-hmm. put out a big uh, promotional thing that you can order. You can come there and drive through and order stuff. And they put out the menu, and they said they have plenty of it. So if the grocery store is out, come over there and they'll sell it to you direct. There you go. So that's pretty. Cool. That's cool. I think a lot they of they have lots of toilet paper. I don't know. They don't sell that kind of stuff. <laughs> Produce. Damn it. They have food. Oh, okay. So hey. anyway, uh, we, I, I think, you know, it's really weird. It's like a week ago we did this show and the world is different now. Yeah. The yeah, world has completely week. changed in the seven days since the last show we did. 
And again, like I said, it's like this strange, weird feeling I haven't felt since 9-11. You know, like, yeah. this is real? Is this really happening? Like, I'm walking around thinking, this can't be. And then all I hear, oh, not all I hear, but I hear from so many people, oh, it's an overreaction. Oh, I can't believe they're doing this. Oh, blah, blah, blah. 60,000 people a year die from the regular flu. And we're worried right. about 2,000 people in China. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I, I finally got to the point where I'm telling people, like, look, you know, maybe you're just not, maybe you're used to us underreacting to something we should be reacting to more. Maybe right. maybe in 2008 when we had the H1N1, maybe, you know, 10,000 people wouldn't have died. Right. But we just treated it like the regular flu and it ran its course, but a lot of people died. So... Mm-hmm. I don't know. So far, the inconvenience on me personally has been nothing. I'm more mad that I have to go to, that I have to go to work. You know what I mean? There's there's, right. poor, there's people out there that are upset that they're out of work. Mm-hmm. You know that they've lost their jobs or they got laid off, especially if they're in the restaurant business. You know or whatever. Right. Yeah, I was there uh, on on uh, on the day people were finding out their restaurant was closed, and they were like. Just like heads are low, like they don't know what's going to happen. They're going to get money or whatever. Well, it's it's unprecedented. No one alive, literally no one alive has experienced this. Right. Because it's never really happened like this. I mean, we've had pandemics, but the worst pandemic we've had in history was 102 years ago. So yeah, obviously. 20 years ago. Huh? 20 years ago. No, the worst pandemic. Yeah, twenty years ago, one hundred and two years, twenty years ago. Which one was that? Y two K. That man. wasn't a pan. That was that was a panic demic. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> so Dude, people uh, were like, weren't they like buying gold and like burying their uh, backyard everything. and stuff? Generators. Home Depot was sold yeah, out of generators. generators. That's people right. were stocking up on food and stuff. Of course, they had yeah. like a year, two years warning, so nothing was really running out like it, like mm-hmm. it, like we did with the toilet paper thing but no what i'm saying is we haven't had the worst pandemic we've ever had in this country was in 1918 the spanish flu which killed yeah 195,000 americans americans in october of 2018 alone mm-hmm. and i believe i don't know how many total americans died but worldwide in 1920 between 1918 and 1920 50 million people died of the spanish flu and that was mostly because of world war one and troops being moved around the world which kind of correlates to what we're dealing with because one of the reasons why we got this problem is because of all the international travel. Mm. And, of course, people are now starting to say that the Chinese knew about it and the Chinese didn't do what they were supposed to do. And everybody's mad because Trump's calling it the Chinese virus now. <laughs> which I did see that. When, when the first time I saw him do it, he just started it today, I believe. It was the first time he called it that. And you know he's doing it on purpose because he's been calling it the coronavirus. He's been calling it COVID-19. All of a sudden mm-hmm. today, he's tweeting it as the Chinese virus. And I first thought he it, tweeted was, it he tweeted it several times. Every time oh, he I talked about it today, which, you know, they tweet like 50 times a day. It's obviously not him, but whoever does his tweeting. Somebody mm-hmm. told me the other day that they believe that Trump did every tweet. I'm like, do you have any idea what it would might be like to be president of the United States, <laughs> it, right. even in a regular time? But now we're talking about amidst of a national crisis. You think he's sitting on his phone and tweeting? He might have something to do with the content or, you know, for the day or whatever. Somebody probably comes to him and it says, here's the tweets, Mr. Trump. What do you think? Uh, he signs it, doesn't even look at him. But anyway, I first saw him use the word Chinese virus and I thought, what a dick. <laughs> I see the tweet. I love oh, the guy. I love sense. the guy, but what a dick move. Just, you right. know, and then of course these people that are saying it's racist. Oh my gosh. If you're that woke, you need to go start a podcast and be on strange label. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's not racist. It might be a dick thing to say, but it's definitely not racist because it started in China. And we typically call these things whatever they wherever they started. They you know? start, yeah. Do you know why they call the Spanish flu the Spanish flu? Because it actually started in America. Mm. Because during World War One, did I talk about this last week? Of course I didn't, because this wasn't going on. During World War One, uh, almost every country in the world was in, was involved in the war, so they were they were censoring all of their media, and they did not want it to get out that their troops were sick. Well, Spain was the only con- neutral country of any size, and their media reported on it. So that's how I got the name, the Spanish flu, even though it had nothing to do with them. It should have been called the American flu because we started it. Right. Yeah. 
But that was a nasty, nasty flu that killed people within days, caused all their organs to swell up. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, Trump's a dick, but he's do- I think he's doing a good job. I mean, he's talking about sending us all a grand. <laughs> I did see that, and I'm like, I, I don't. I don't think that's feasible. You, you can't, oh, oh, it's feasible. They got the money. It wouldn't be every. You think so? It wouldn't be every single person. I'm sure it would be. First of all, it would have to only be people that were out of work. Like, why would they send you? You know, you and I, we're begging to get out of work, but we ain't. So <laughs> maybe if they send it just to poor people, which I qualify for, I would do it. I don't. They're talking about doing it fast <laughs> though, because of all these people that are at work. So. Oh really? I mean, it would help. Yeah, they were saying, too, that, like, I forgot the number, but it was, like, uh, tens of thousands of people. I think it was 78,000, maybe, that have already applied for uh, unemployment. Really? In, yeah. In Ohio or crazy. in the country? Ohio. Yeah. Well, you know, they've, they've got rid of a lot of the regulations for that. Mm-hmm. So I, the, the governments are, from what I've seen, and I've been paying pretty close attention in Ohio here, seems like they've been doing a pretty good job handling something that's uh, almost impossible to handle, really, if you think about it. Agreed. You know? Yeah. Because think about it. Say, say if they shut everything down, everything, right when it started, of course, everybody would have been like, this is insane. This is way overkill. This is government control. And then nobody got the flu. Then they'd be like, what'd you do that for? Nobody even got <laughs> the flu. <laughs> Mm-hmm. If they don't do anything, and thousands and thousands of people are dying every day, which, speaking of that, I believe, I didn't look it up because I, I, I was going to look it up to make sure I'm saying the right thing, but I believe over 400 people died in Italy today alone. I, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. you're right. So, you're right. It was in, like 495 or something yeah, in, like that. In one day have died in Italy. Yeah. From this. That's bad, dude. So that's telling you something that, you know, I don't think what we're doing is overkill. Mm-hmm. You know? Somebody asked me something today about what was going on. I'm like, hey, man, this is my first world pandemic. Don't right. Know. Don't right. ask me. Well, you want to know the, 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 the most positive part in all of this is, though? Uh, that? It's that uh, Betty White is still alive. Yes. So we're good. Thank God. If, if the coronavirus gets Betty White, we're going to nuke China. <laughs> Just blast them right off the map. <laughs> Now I hear ninety eight. Holy God! I hear uh, I hear the bat soup in Wuhan this time of year is delicious. Here, interested? Bat soup in wow. Wuhan. The bat soup in Wuhan. You know that's the rumor. That... That's the rumor that it was somebody ate a bat. I mean they've they've confirmed that the, this virus started in an open air animal market in Wuhan. Oh really? So I don't know. I mean the whole bat thing may be a, a rumor or whatever, but they do eat bats, so. Please. That's, and, yeah, that's a different weird culture. <laughs> definitely different, yeah. I, uh, there was this documentary, I think that started some of that too, was the pandemic documentary on, on Netflix. It was like in China. Um, ironically, I was watching it at my barber shop. Um, and they were like, just showing how like gross some of the places were in China. And I was like, oh, that's not good. And then weeks later, all this stuff starts happening. Gross to us. Obviously, it ain't gross to them. Right, right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, you know, uh, this kind of thing will happen when you, you know, you don't have uh, the same kind of sanitary conditions. You know, you don't have OSHA, right. the EPA, all that stuff. People, uh, people right. don't understand. And I'm not saying I fully understand it, but there's just so many, especially millennials, don't understand hey. what, what socialism and communist governments how they operate. They don't mm-hmm. operate in the best interests of the people. They think they do. And then people here complain about OSHA or EPA or whatever. Hey, we ain't eating bats, right? We ain't. Right. It's true. <laughs> and it ain't, it isn't because we're in any way a superior race. It has nothing to do with uh, race. It's just culture. You know? mm-hmm. it's culture. True. So another sad, sad news in the world. <laughs> Bring it on. Sad. This is so sad. And my heart, breaks for michelle and the and the people of uh new england and the patriots fans as tom brady bids adieu cashes his big old check that he's going to get to go down to sunny tampa bay and play for the how much uh i have not seen any numbers yet but it's going to be oh who 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 could even guess i would i would guess he'll sign like a two-year 
$180 million contract or some crazy amount. But he's going to get his payday because he sacrificed finances for players in Tampa Bay and in New England, which obviously paid off with six Super Bowl rings. So it ain't like he didn't get anything out of it. So, And that's not the first time a quarterback has done that. John Elway did the same thing back in the 90s, gave up money in order to get uh, Neil Smith and some other good players in to win a Super Bowl. But he, you know, they didn't make the kind of money back then that they do now. But, yeah, it's going to be super, super weird to see Tom Brady wearing a a Tampa Bay Buccaneers uniform next year. Just like it was weird to see Brett Favre in a Vikings and a Jets uniform. Yep, that was Just like it was to see Joe Montana wearing a Chiefs uniform, that kind of thing. But Now, is it going to be weird seeing Rob Gronkowski uh, be a professional wrestler? Uh, I wouldn't be able to tell you because I'm not going to see it. So <laughs> I have absolutely no interest in that. Gronkowski, I was, you know, he was just, yeah, not that impressed. He's, he's going to the WWE doing wrestling stuff, which yeah. I feel is more demanding physically than football. I feel like it is. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, it's fake, but you're still getting thrown into the ground and jumping and you know, getting bounced around like you would football. I guess there's less head-to-head contact. Right, that's the big thing. Yeah, which he did say he had, like, uh, what, a few concussions? I think every pro player has probably had a couple dozen a year, so. True, true. (laughs) So Michelle thinks it's a conspiracy. Uh, Tom wants to go to Tampa where it's warm, but they've got it down there, too, so I don't don't think you're conspiracy. Plus, he's not probably not going down there right now. So I don't, I don't know if your conspiracy oh, is true. Yeah. I think he's going to Tampa Bay because, number one, they're willing to pay him the most. Probably, maybe because it's warm. But, you know, they don't play all their games at home, so he's still, it's not like he's never going to play in cold weather again. Mm-hmm. And this probably just He's probably just looking at the team and uh, the coach. Probably has a lot to do with it. And he's probably just weighing his odds, you know, who has the best chance. You know, we talked about before him going to 49ers would have been his best chance to win a Super Bowl, but they didn't want him. They're happy with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, so... Garoppolo. Garoppolo. So they traded Jameson, Jameis, Jameson, Jameis. Did they? What's his name? Winston Jameson. Yeah, they traded him. I saw that. Yeah. So they were prepared. They were already ready as soon as they traded that dude. Yeah, it's a. I, I predict he'll play maybe two years. Maybe. Mm-hmm. And I, I predict they will not win a Super Bowl. I don't know any of these it's, guys. It's, oh, it's, I know Sue. Sue. Adamakan Sue? Yeah, I know him. Is he in Tampa Bay? That's what Google saw me. I haven't haven't kept track of him since he was with, he left the Lions and went to the Dolphins and then went somewhere Mm -hmm. else. And then he's, yeah. So I believe, I I predict Tom Brady will go the same route that Joe Montana went when uh, Joe Montana left the 49ers and went to the Chiefs. Uh, they were f- kind of competitive. I think they made the playoffs, and that was it. I think he played two, maybe three years, and then he was he retired. So that's exactly what's going to happen to Tom Brady. Sorry, Michelle, he's going to... And then and then there'll be a big fanfare where he'll come back to New England and retire as a Patriot, and they'll, re- you know, they'll retire his jersey number, all that stuff. So, interesting stuff, and... Uh, Oh, will he get retired? You think he'll retire from the Bucks and the Patriots? No, well, he'll retire. <laughs> he'll retire from the NFL, and then they'll do a, a all show thing. They they do it with all the Brett Favre yeah. did it with the Packers, and it's just something they do when when a, when a player's been with a team for so long. You know, and you get a, you, I understand how it is. It's a business. You know, I mean, yep. if somebody offered me, you know, if I was done with my job and they said hey if you go work over here for two years we'll pay you three times as much you're making now i'd be like hell yeah i mean might as well yeah i mean i understand it's kind of sucks for the fans but you know it is what it is brother it's not 1950 that's right these these brothers got to get paid these you know brothers paid. that's true <laughs> gotta get yeah, paid a, i wonder uh when the season comes up will they do uh no crowds, just like uh, um, how wrestling's been doing. We were just talking about that in the chat, how they're going to do WrestleMania, the big event, in, in front of uh, zero people. Well, <laughs> here's, the, here's the bummer thing about these 
these uh, kind of viruses, uh, they have a tendency to die out in the warm weather and then come back in the fall with a vengeance. Mm, now, that's a good point. Uh, the Spanish flu of 1918, when it came back in the fall, like I told you, in October, 195,000 Americans died from the Spanish Jeez. flu in just one month. And it had receded. It was here in the spring of 1918. It went away in the summer. Everybody thought it was good. Mm-hmm. And then it came back. And, of course, obviously everything back then was not as sanitary and we didn't have government control and blah, blah, blah. But So I'm hoping that that doesn't come back in the fall and, and do the same thing to football that it's done to basketball and baseball and stuff now. But, you know, the one thing that does worry me about all this is, uh, and it goes along with what I was saying about my dread that I felt during 9-11, and that is, is this going to be our new normal? Are we moving into a change in, in culture and life in America or in the world that's not going to mm-hmm. go away or not going to completely go away? You know what I mean? Because some people are like, yeah. oh, I just can't wait till things get back to the way they were. And I'm thinking, I hope they do. Right. You know? Yeah, you don't know for sure. Right. There's no guarantee. No. I mean, when this is all over, will we stop uh, singing happy birthday twice when we wash our hands? Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, yeah, we'll go back to being gross. Which, by the way, if you want to just sing it once, you got to sing it like Marilyn Monroe did, and then you only got to sing it once. Oh, you remember that? Happy birthday! Yeah, I know. Trust me. Don't please to don't. You. Uh, Chuck remembers the same thing happened with Pac-Man Fever in 1983. Do you remember that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Say what thing happened with Pac-Man fever? With the same thing same that happened thing. with the, the coronavirus? Yeah. <laughs> Thousands well, died. Managed... Thousands were trampled in arcades around the country. <laughs> Pac-Man fever. I'll tell you yeah. what, uh, the saddest thing that's happened is that uh, my uh, my main side stream of income, a.k.a. zero dollars, <laughs> um, was the, my movie reviews. And uh, they closed all the movie theaters. All movie theaters are closed. So you're going to have to go review Netflix movies. I'm going to have to, yep. You're going to have to adjust, man. You're going to have to adjust like everyone else, except me. I got to keep going to work every day just like normal. (laughs) There are, out of the 300 streaming services, one of them is bringing the movies that they had in theaters to the streaming service early which is nice and makes me think it makes me want to imagine that eventually we'll be at a point where movie theaters or movies are just released on streaming service you know you pay 20 30 bucks and you got the movie right at home brand brand new movie so which be- i would do because i spend 30 30 bucks each time i go to the movie theater right. anyway so it would be a it'd be like netflix but it wouldn't be netflix Right. So what would, be it, from, what would it be called? Right. Would it be hosted by the, the studio? Probably, yeah. Aren't probably. they doing that anyway, kind of? Like Disney is uh, pretty much got yeah, the Disney studio. Yeah, Disney pulled Frozen 2 which, uh, and put it on Disney+. Plus, and then Universal Studios, uh, or whatever it was, um, pulled uh, The Hunt and Emma and some other movies that weren't good and put them on the streaming service early. Yeah. Hmm. Whoa, movie theaters are still open there? What? Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, I'm jealous. <laughs> that's lame. So I wish somebody would call us at 330 474 WED. Where's Dave when you need him? Try the number, somebody. I know it works because I tried it before because I switched it to the separate computer now, and I think we're going to be good to go with that. And that's going to, that needs to segue us into our next topic. Okay. Well, I said we had a lot to talk about tonight. Half of it was obviously what's going on in the world with uh, did it. with current, with the Chinese virus, and then the other half is get your bingo cards out. Bingo! Might as well get them out because we got to talk about the show. Um, oh yeah! Something went down this past weekend uh, that I wasn't really excited about. Um, Leroy and Ricky came over to my home, broke into my studio, recorded a show. Uh, they even went live on Podbean. Um, he is suing me for the name of the show and the content previous to, I guess, right now. 
I did talk to Saul Gorman. I, I tried to get him to come on the show. He's not coming on the show. He There's a, been a moratorium of any uh, of the people that have been involved with the Leroy and Earl show. They're not going to come on the show ever again. So I know that you think this is a big joke, um, but it's not. It's real. It's serious. And uh, I may be in a position where I don't have any choice but to give up the name of the show. So Let's do it. I've been thinking a lot about, uh, well, you know, we had talked about naming, renaming the show anyway, but we kind of just let it go as we're just doing what we do, right? So we, 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 you had this approach to, to naming the show, you know, the four steps or whatever it was. I can't remember what they were, but we talked about yep. it. And then we, good. You took and then, my business proposition very seriously. I did, I did, and I, and I thought, and I don't know if we talked about it, but I definitely thought to myself, well, we'll just see how it goes. We'll see what happens over the next few weeks. Like the WUED, you know, the big talker, talker thing talker, came talker, up, but I don't know that that's, you know, first of all, we can't call it the big talker because if you look up the big talker, there's like eight thousand radio stations across the country that are called nice. the big talker. So, I, I I thought about it, okay, and here's what I come up with. All right, so bear with me. Okay, try not to judge me too soon. What we're doing now is just your basic talk radio, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not, we don't really have a theme. We're just, I mean, we talk about the news. We might talk about the politics, but we're not a political show. We're not really a news show. We're just a talk radio show, just like thousands of talk radio podcasts and hundreds of talk radio, uh, terrestrial radio shows in the country that people listen to every morning on their way to work and on their way home. So mm-hmm. I would like you to tell me, some of the uh, some names of some talk general talk radio shows on the radio that you know of off the top of your head. Mm-hmm. Tell me their names. Just trying to think of some. I mean, I know what they are right now, but I'm trying to make this interactive with you. The so, Dave Ramsey Show. Okay, the, so the Dave Ramsey Show is on. Uh, he's got a podcast, and he's on our AM radio in the morning. Okay, there's one. Yeah. I'll give you one. Uh, the Mike Trivisano Show. Mm-hmm. He is uh, at afternoon AM well. talk guy. Uh, your turn. You you mean another one? Uh, the Rachel Cruz show. Rachel Cruz. I don't know who that is, but you can you can so that's tell Dave us. Dave Ramsey's daughter. Uh, okay. Does she have her own show? Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, another show, uh, the Howard Stern show. You ever heard of that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, a local talk radio show here, the Alan Cox show is pretty popular. It's an F- oh, wait, supposed to be my turn. Oh, you I'm went, sorry. You, I'm sorry. It. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, the Chris Hogan show. Chris Hogan show. Is yeah, that, it's a uh, Dave, that's a Dave Ramsey person. Are, are you anything but Dave Ramsey? Do you know anything but Dave Ramsey? Yeah. The, the next one. Yeah. Okay. So I already did Alan Cox. So you go ahead. So Michelle <laughs> says she only knows sports talk. I can think of, uh, what's that guy's name? Jim Rome, the Jim Rome show. Jim Tomey? No, Jim Rome. He's a big talk guy. He talks like this. We're going out. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. It's going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Unbelievable. That's my best Jim Rome. Sounds like Trump. So (laughs) it's going to be huge. Okay. uh, So that's okay. I did all that to get to this point. I think we should change the name of the show to the Chuck Jones show or something similar like the Chuck Jones parade or the Chuck Jones debacle. Can't do okay. the Chuck Jones experience because Joe Rogan's doing that. I'm not going to copy right. that. All right. Okay. So here's, now here's my, when I first, kept, cause I kept trying to think of names thinking I kept coming up with that. And I keep thinking oh, that's, that's like uh, egotistical or selfish or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then I'm thinking more about it. I'm like, well, that's pretty much every, general talk radio show is just named after the host of the show right yeah it's, I mean, it's your show you i mean can do whatever you want i mean i can only think of one show that uh talk show over the years that's been f- really famous the bob and tom show is the only one i can think of where both guys are named in it right bob and tom the bob Chuck and tom. Little John. well that's that's a tv show weenie, weenie in the butt weenie in the butt never heard of that yep, yep. but so I thought to myself, well, Chuck Jones is just like a generic name, right? It's not like, yeah. you know, Billy Carlisi, which is... Two first, two first names. Right. Chuck Jones is, is like, you know... Wait, and there, is Jones a first name? Jones is not a first name. That's it a, sounds like a first yeah. name. Yours is, sounds like 
Billy Carlisi, which Carl Carlisi sounds like Carl, so you got the two. But anyway, I hate Carl, man. Oh my god, <laughs> people call me Carl. <laughs> I want to. You always you so you you always want to figure out what what uh, what I can react to. You call me Carl. Carl, Carl. I'll react, See, I, I'll react to I that. know how you feel about that. I would never do that. <laughs> I, there, there are things I would do to push your buttons just for the humor of it, but that wouldn't be one of them. So, oh, good, good, good. So, and uh, Anchor brought up Chuck Jones is the guy who did the cartoons all those years. He did Tom and Jerry, a lot of famous. Everyone knows who Chuck Jones is. Who's oh really? Probably over the age of thirty-five, anyway, maybe forty. I don't know. But growing up, Chuck Jones was a huge uh, cartoonist. Uh, who, oh, no shit. And he was my uh, grandfather, so I probably should. No, I'm kidding. I always tell people that, but he's not. I'm not in any way related to Chuck Jones. So I thought, it's a generic name, so it just flows. And you know what I mean? And I looked it up. There's no other Chuck Jones show podcasts. There you go. So This is looking good. And then I, and then I thought, there's another thing. Like, this is my show. I did start it. Even way back in 2014, it was Leor and Earl. Earl and I started it together. James Crash and I started it together, but I really, I drove it. I did all yeah. the tech side. You know, he did some of his tech side. We worked together on the tech part. Don't don't get me wrong. I hated the fact that he sometimes thinks that I don't appreciate his uh, contribution, but I do appreciate it. But mm-hmm. when he would quit, which was two or three times, I mm-hmm. would want to keep doing it. So essentially, it's my show. So. And then the, the other thing is, say, you know, six months from now, you don't want to do it anymore. And that's understandable. Maybe you're just, you know, you want to do your own thing or you got something else going on Wednesday night or whatever. Then we don't have a situation where now I'm doing the Chuck and Carlisi show. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it's it's an anchor. I'm sure he knows being a podcaster. If you're going to have a, a website and social media and all this stuff, changing the name is going to suck. Right. But what I, what I'm what I'm proposing is not changing the name, is just starting a brand new podcast, all of its own, the Chuck Jones Show. We have we only have a half a dozen people that listen to the show, so they they'll know where to go, ChuckJonesShow.com right. or whatever. Easy to easy to search. Yeah, easy to find. Now, would you call it the Chuck Jones Show? Or would you call it Chuck Jones Show? Like how uh, Saturday Night Live is just Saturday night. You know what? That's a good question. I would I'll have to think about that. I don't know what, what it would matter. I don't know if it matters. Like if you search Leroy and Earl, it's coming up. You don't have to put the right. in there. Yeah. You know, although yeah. it's the is there on, on all of it. So, mm-hmm. so I'm not a hundred percent sold on doing this. I'm ninety nine percent sold. Uh, okay. I'm still thinking about what it's going to take to start a whole nother podcast. Now, what about changing it to Upchuck? The Upchuck Show. Hmm. Well, that's that kind of goes back to why why I wanted to pick the Chuck Jones show because then it's less uh, adolescent, like Leroy and Earl. Gotcha. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was anchor. I was just throwing out his idea. Well, no, it's it's a great idea. I mean, and, and it might work in a certain in a certain setting or whatever. But I feel like uh, I've gotten the vibe over the last six weeks that we've done this show together. Mm-hmm. Uh, since we changed the format that the old characters and the old show is just not, it's not going to fit. It's not going to mold. Maybe it's because you get mad and yell and say, get him off there. Every time no. someone comes on the show. The reason I get mad is because I think it's a real phone call <laughs> and I'm getting excited to talk to an actual real person. And then it's not, it's, right. it's not, it's not that you're doing the people. I could care less. Oh, uh, oh, there's a call coming in there. Be, you better not be messing with me, dude. Uh, You're killing me. There's no call. Oh, Sorry. Son of a bitch. Welcome. Yes. Sh- Hold on. I got to welcome Shelly and Mary, Mary, Marino Lou, Leon, Mar- Mar- Mario Leon to uh, Podbean. Ooh. Thanks for tuning in. This is. Uh, you really butchered that. I name. know. It's. People put weird names and they don't, you know, and their spelling is all crunched together it's hard to but shelly thank you for just spelling your name right and correctly and easy to spell or join us on pod being appreciated this is the leroy and earl show and we're just talking about it not being the leroy and earl show so there you have it you're welcome <laughs> so what are your thoughts and opinions carly's yeah dude that ring that ringtone is like it's like the ice cream man's kind of you hear the ice cream song <laughs> you're like pavlov's I get dog. really excited yeah i got nothing that gets the characters but uh it's just like uh it's like going you hear the ice cream truck, you go outside, and it already went past It's already you. gone. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. 
<laughs> I don't know. I feel oh. like I feel like uh, you and I are going to have a dynamic of a general talk show, and okay. I don't I don't know that any of the old shtick fits, right? That's a good point. That's a good point. So there was so much of the old shtick that revolved around Leroy. You know what I'm saying? Like Leroy and Ricky could be in the studio together because Leroy's voice is so different. Mm. Right. I can't really bring Ricky into this studio right now because it's, you know, who's going to buy that? Right. You know what I'm saying, Mr. Carlisi? Who, who would buy it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nobody would buy it. Right. Not that I'm selling it, but I feel like it's so easy for you and I to do a general talk show for an hour. Do we need all that? You know? So. Yeah. Well, I understand what you're saying. And then, uh, you know, when Leroy broke in and did his little show, his half-hour show, uh, I listened to it, and I thought it was very entertaining, to be honest with you, from the old style, from the old perspective. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah I thought, yeah. okay, this is funny. This is what the shift heads, the people that like this show, which, knew, you know, there were quite a few of them, actually, in the heyday of this show. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the reason why we stopped doing this shtick is because new people didn't understand it. Well, Leroy doesn't give a crap about new people. Right. You know what I mean? This show, you and I, we want to build a base, and then that gets us back to, can you hold on one second? Just, can you hold on one second? Can you talk about something for just, like, four seconds? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, wow, way to put me on the spot. Uh, let's go and check and see the Urban Dictionary Word of the Day, since this is my time to shine. Holy God, the Word of the Day Urban Dictionary is, is beer bug. Beer bug. That doesn't make any sense. It's uh <laughs> sorry about that. So hold on, I'm explaining what uh the word of the day is. It's, oh, it's okay. beer bug. Beer is, is it all one uh, word? Yeah, well beer space bug. Okay. And it starts off with coronavirus, a disease originating in China which shares the same name as a shitty Mexican beer. Beer bug. <laughs> So this is obviously so, a very new word of the yeah. word of the day. Chad caught the beer bug, so he has to isolate himself for 14 days at home. <laughs> That's I, good. I'm gonna start calling it the beer bug. I saw a uh, a meme that had the comparison of the two different kinds of coronavirus. If you know if you have it, and it was coronavirus, uh, COVID 19. You know, uh, sore throat, shortness of breath, high fever, and another coronavirus was. Uh, Headache, hangover, waking up next to somebody you don't know. <laughs> so, That's great. Yeah. Oh, God. Thank you. Urban well, I appreciate you doing that. I, I realized that uh, I had not shut the door, the upstairs door to my studio. And, and the dog came And down. people were starting to make noise. So. Oh. Yep. So. That's all right. So You're some of the other reasons. I actually wrote this down. Some of the other reasons to start. Oh, my God. You have a list? To start a new show. Okay. This is amazing. Now, uh, number one, the Leroy and Earl show from day one has played tons of copyrighted music. Now, I did play a little bit tonight, and I don't know for a fact, maybe Anchor could weigh in on this, but I know on YouTube it keeps people from seeing the show. Uh, Almost all of the shows are are copyright blocked in foreign countries. Uh, There's a few that are completely blocked that no one can see. And then uh, the only few that aren't are the ones we've done recently with no copyrighted music. So, uh, you know, there's 900,000, going to be a million podcasts on Apple Podcasts by the end of this year. So obviously Mm -hmm. there's no way any kind of uh, agency could keep up with that and enforce any kind of copyright laws. But I know from everything that I know about podcasting and everything I know about what I've gleaned from being in Facebook groups and talking to other people, and that is you can't have copyrighted music. It's, it's against the law. So if you were ever wanted to get advertisers, if you ever wanted to grow, and my, my thought was, well, if, if we ever got big, we'd just stop playing copyrighted music. But maybe it's keeping it, holding us back. Be. You know what I mean? Anchor says they play it all the time, but, you know, so did we all these years. But what I'm saying is it's, it's something to consider. And it's definitely a hindrance on YouTube. Definitely. It's right there. You can see it in black and white, right? 
Hello. Yeah, it does. It does something, but I don't think it. Uh, I don't think it. Well, if it's a copy strike, I think you're okay. But if it's a copy, yeah, I forgot the other word. Well, there's um, there's one that says copyright strike not visible in some countries. Okay. There's, yeah, one, yeah. there's one that says copyright strike not visible to anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bad one. That's right. a bad one. And I think we only have one or two of those. Okay. Which I'm surprised we don't have more because there was times when I would play a whole song as a break. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I mean, right. I would I would do little, you know, stick bits and stuff at the beginning and the end, so maybe that made it. But anyway, and I, I've gotten very active in the studio and writing music. I have another song to play tonight, which actually is going to kind of kind of roll into the whole coronavirus thing, and you'll, you'll find out when I play it. But so... Okay, the, the other reason is uh, the Leroy and Earl show did offend people. There were people that were offended that I was doing audio blackface, okay? Mm-hmm. Obviously, we got kicked off of a, of a podcast network that we were on for almost two years. And then once another show went to our website, they didn't want us, they wanted us kicked off. Mm-hmm. And they got their way. So as much as I would like to look at them and say, you are a bunch of pansy ass words <laughs> I'm also not that kind of person really like I, I'm I'm pretty open-minded and yes it's a joke but if I'm gonna joke about something and offend people you know maybe I won't joke about it so distant I'm saying that to say it might be advantageous for this new format to distance ourselves from the old show and we can't do gotcha. that if we don't change the name and change, start a whole new show mm-hmm that gets me to the next point, statistics. It does mean something to say how many downloads you get and blah, blah, blah. We can't do that right now because of the current host that I use. Podcast.com doesn't give stats. So if we start over fresh, I can use a different service, still free. There's a couple out there that are free that give you stats. So there's that. Nice. Uh the new name uh, gives us flexibility like like I was just saying a minute ago if you were if you were to quit I don't have to change the name again you know what I mean mm-hmm. like right now we got to explain why it's called the Leroy and Earl show I'm Chuck you're Carlisi right <laughs> you know what I mean so <laughs> right. anybody who tunes in is confused well what this is the Leroy and Earl show what this guy's chiming you know on our live Facebook feed it has our names Chuck and Billy Billy Carlisi the big chief <laughs> right so that, that, you know, starting a different show and just branching off completely would, uh, would eliminate that. So, uh, they're still talking about, uh, copyrighted music over there on YouTube. It, there's basically, you cannot play. There's no, there's a lot of rumors and, and, uh, myths about it. Like you can play 10 seconds or 20 seconds. No, it is against the law to play any copyrighted music and I know it's dumb. I think it's dumb and there are bands out there. Clutch is a huge, uh, I'm a huge fan of Clutch. They were one of the first bands in the mid-2000s to come out and say hey, we are where we are because of people pirating our music and playing our music and getting the word out. So is it really hurting? Yeah. In, in 2020, is it really hurting a band if I'm playing their songs on my podcast? No, of course not. But it's still technically against the law. And when it comes to uh, if you ever want to make money doing your show and get sponsors, they're probably not going to sponsor your show if you're playing copyrighted music. And I would say a huge percentage of shows, 75% of them, maybe I'm just guessing at that actually, maybe Anchor could weigh in on this, don't really play a lot of music because they they're like a show about real estate or they're a show about... Uh, personal finance. You know what I mean? So if they play music, it's probably some generic jingle, you know, that you would hear on hold at, at the bank. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hello, are you still there? Are you co-hosting the show with me? You're yeah. listening. Thing. I'm listening. <laughs> so, yeah, I just think it's a good idea, and I think we'll probably do it. I don't know how fast I'll be able to put it in motion because I have to do everything over again. Everything. <laughs> well, here's the thing. If we, uh, if if you if it's okay for me to interrupt, <laughs> if I've been hoping you would, want, oh, I, I see <laughs> you were on a roll, dude. Uh, if we were to start a new show, I would say 
to start slow and, and, and kind of build up the people leaving this podcast and following the other pack podcast podcast so like you know create a new facebook page create a new youtube page and stopping there and probably being if you want to um and then just kind of building um building uh awareness and audience that way and then once we get some some followers then we can put it on you know whatever you want to do because you you still want to do the Leroy and Earl show you said right so yes you, 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 I, it would it would suck for you to have to do all this work on on Leroy and Earl and then come over on Wednesdays and do because I can't do two I mean I could do a little bit with YouTube but you have all the equipment there and then to come over and then, then do all the stuff for this that's that's like a lot and and like well it's supposed it, to be a fun thing yeah well here's, like a, here's the thing with Leroy He's he's gonna just he's not gonna do the show live. He might do it live on Podbean. He's not gonna do it on YouTube. He's gonna do it whenever he feels like it. So gotcha. it, it wouldn't be an every week at a certain time thing. Okay. So this would still be the main my main show. You know what I mean? It. So the only the actually only challenge that I face at all is just starting you know going to a new host and getting that distributed everywhere. Mm. Now, uh. Can we change our name on the YouTube channel? We can't. No, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, we can. But I'm not going to. I'm going to start a new one. Oh, I'm going to start everything new because I want all the old stuff to be... I don't want it to be on the new channel. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So I feel like we could actually switch it like flipping a switch. You know, like if if it was going to be next week, like Michelle and Anchor and the people that listen to this show are going to know on Twitter, if I put it out there on Twitter and Facebook, you know, next week we're going to be live on Ch- at chuckjones.com or whatever. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah. So I don't think that's going to be a problem. And then I'm sure as much as there's been some friction between Leroy and I, I'm sure he will still like promote, like say, you know, go listen to the Chuck Jones show. Now it's got its own thing. Finally, he's out of my hair. I, I crawled out from under my ass. You know what I mean? I'm, I know Jeez. he's going to, I know he's going to be somewhat amicable to promoting the new show, which is right. this show. It's kind of weird. It's like, we're starting a new show, but we're not, we're just changing right. the name. So, but I, you know, I've, I, I, <laughs> I don't know what to say. I've, I've always felt that the old shtick worked and it would have kept working if Earl would have stuck with it. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's it, tough. It's yeah, fun people, to do. People, um, they are all, all sorts of walks of life. And, uh, you know, I'm and then, and then you be, know, and then we I'm could glad to be a part of this, uh, this empire we have here. And then we could, on this show, we could start, you know, as we're moving into this new year, start looking towards getting guests. Yeah, there you uh, go. About regular things. And then we don't have to worry about, can they understand Leroy? Or explaining (laughs) the shtick to them. You know what I mean? So, although that, you know, it was hilarious Mm -hmm. when Earl and Leroy were talking to somebody, that was funny, but it's hard to do, you know. So, all right. uh, Now we got to just brainstorm. We got the show name. That was hard. Now we got to brainstorm what what the the main uh, focus is. Well, it's just a general talk show. It's the talk radio for you. I think that's that. I like the fact that okay. I like the fact that Michelle and Anchor are there. Shelly's on uh, Podbean. Uh, we get these people that would listen every week. The show's for them. If they want to interject, if they want to call on Podbean, they could call us on, on their regular phone at three three zero four seven four nine eight three three, and it could be a general talk show for everyone. Talk radio for you. Yeah, yeah it's a good slogan. Yeah, I like it. And it's easier for us too if people call in because then we don't have to fill an hour. Of, talking about the coronavirus (laughs) right so that's where we're having and we have reached the end of the hour can you believe it it's over already oh it feels like we just got started and uh i'm going to play us out with another original song that i just finished actually didn't finish but i got it to the point where it's playable uh it doesn't have any of the solos or other stuff that's going to go into it later so it's just the bass part of the song but i really as i was making the song i felt like you know, all this stuff is going on with the coronavirus. So at the beginning of the song, the song is, is very structured. It starts one way, moves into a certain part, has the middle part, and then it moves back out the way, it backs out the way it came in. 
So at the mm. beginning and the end, it's bookended with a part of a speech from uh, uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And Ooh. so, and it's very poignant and it kind of, uh, you know, fits in with what's going on in America right now. So you got some creative juices I, flowing. They are, like they are flowing. They are flowing. And when I sit down in the studio, man, it's like, it's 830. I sit down, I look up, it's midnight. It's <laughs> literally like just insane. It's like, I can't find the time. If I had more time, I could produce anything. So this is a, I'm definitely putting together an, an album of a Joe Satriani type instrumental. Not that I'm anywhere as talented as Joe Satriani. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but that style of music. So this song is called confusion. And, uh, like I said, it's not completely all there. It's just the basic part of the song. And I'm still learning how to mix songs. I'm still learning how to record it and mix it and make it sound better. So hopefully What's they can. What's the name keep... of your band? What's the name of your band? Uh, shout out, give them a shout out. There's no name of the band because it's just me right okay. now. Now, I do have right. people in mind. I'm planning on taking this on the road. I don't see it happening for maybe a year. But I I have a lead guitar player, a drummer, and a bass player already lined up. So well, You got a piano player if you need And him. a piano player. Yes. I did not forget that. So Yeah, you did. Definitely. <laughs> No, I'm serious. I didn't. I actually haven't talked to any. I haven't talked to any of these people I just mentioned. Oh, okay. So don't feel don't feel like I left you out. It's I just in my like head, but I just know who they are, and I know that they'll I, most likely want to participate. So I feel like I have a beer bug. <laughs> All right. All right. So here we go. This is confusion. If you're quarantined at home, hey, just enjoy it. Try and try and get through it. Stay well. Wash your hands. Right. Sing Happy Birthday twice or once, like Marilyn Monroe. So, here we go. This is preeminently the time to speak the truth, the whole truth, frankly and boldly. Nor need we shrink from honestly facing conditions in our country today. This great nation will endure as it has endured. Feeling the uh, the piano lines here? Yeah, look at that strobe effect. You should have had that on the whole show. Joe Satriani to come in and put some leads over this. There you go.
Nice with the strobe. I loved it. That was cool. Like that? Yeah. You have to check this out on uh, YouTube uh, if you're listening on Podbean. I appreciate Shelly listening and Mario Leon. I believe Mario Leon. Thanks anyway. Sorry I couldn't uh, <laughs> text you more. It's almost impossible to do a show and text people at the same time. That's why Carlisi does hey. does uh, Facebook and I'm supposed to be, or uh, YouTube and I'm supposed to do Podbean. But no one actually typed me, so I didn't respond back. But I could. Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, we're way over time, right? Minute yeah, seven, crazy. Hey, sometimes you have fun. All right, so we will see you next week at seven p.m. on uh, the whatever show this is. I don't know what it'll be called next week. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna leave it with this, just because I got to play some music at the end. <laughs> Out in the West Texas town of El Paso. Fell in love with a Mexican girl. Nighttime would find me in Rose's cantina.